0: (laughs) (laughs) I tried to sneak it past you Today's episode of the Natural Habitat Podcast is brought to you by The Rhythm Respect my neck At the Natural Habitat Podcast Move your body (laughs) There it is We're brought to you by YouTube That's right Our YouTube channel has been growing steadily Thank you for all your support out there
1: What's the address of our YouTube channel? It's at youtube.com slash lmnophqgh 5 9 (laughs) We don't have a URL yet. You know what? That's why we need you to subscribe.
0: I'm going to tell you the exact URL of our channel. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Here it goes. Okay. Our channel is youtube.com slash channel slash uppercase U. Uppercase C, 7, uppercase T, uppercase N, uppercase E. Now we're going lowercase letters. C, G, F, S, 8, uppercase 7.
1: Wait, there's no such thing.
0: (laughs) Okay, I got mixed up. Uppercase S, followed by a number 7, then a lowercase H, uppercase C, uppercase G, lowercase A, uppercase T, upper A, Lower C, upper Z, upper N, lower T, and a lowercase G. Go that's there. Exactly
1: what I said, right?
0: Yeah, that's what you you have it memorized. I don't. I had to read it off. Oh, okay. So I go there. It was the same. <laughs> go there to that channel. Type in that exact uh, that exact sequence of numbers and letters. You will go there. Subscribe. Once we get enough subscribers, then we can change our channel name. So help us out. Bada book. Yeah.
1: Well, natural we're not going to change the name, but we'll actually give it a URL. Yeah,
0: we could change the address channel name. So it's not. It'll still
1: be the natural habitat bullshit.
0: That's right. Forever. I'm, I mean, I mean, podcast. Sorry. Forever. The natural habitat bullshit. Forever. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, that's it. YouTube. This episode's brought to you by YouTube and our <coughs> YouTube channel. Go there. Daily uploads. All of 2017. Shit's getting crazy. That's all. That's all I gotta say. You ready to get into this? Maybe. Move your body. Twisting knobs, getting these levels going, got this, cut that, bring this up, bring it down, let me get a check.
1: A twist, and a slap, and a smack, and a motherfucking pop, and a fizzle, and a crack, and a zoinks, and a bam, and a zang. Looks Anything great. Else? No, Remember that sounds Andy? awesome.
0: That was amazing. Looks All great. Cool. Sounds great. We're ready to go. You got your headphones in? Got them plugged on, plugged in? Yep. As do I. Okay, I think we're ready to go. Do you have a <clears> beverage? <throat> Huh? Do you have a beverage? No. Yeah. Uh, do you have framed framed pictures in your house anywhere? Uh, I got a wall of Instagram. Sweet. I don't know what that means. Uh, welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. Wait, hold on. I'm going to start recording now. You ready? <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah.
1: My name is Toto
0: Rush. <laughs> your mouth, like, did this, like trying to figure out words before you talked. I don't Well, know that's if where my brain hear. is. <laughs> right inside? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right inside the mouth. Yep, that's un- underneath said. the tongue.
1: It's kind of figure out where it's going.
0: Uh, it's, like,
1: it's like the old uh, subtitles in like Kung Fu movies. Oh, like the voiceover? Yeah. The
0: very sloppy voiceover?
1: It does that. It's
0: kind of what you look like.
1: I say 15 things when I'm only saying one.
0: Mouth moves for... 35 seconds then it goes to the death <laughs> yeah like, a minute.
1: <laughs> it's so funny huh what is, what they'll say something super long and it'll be like one character yeah. and then they'll say something short and it'll be 15 characters or some shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's really weird how I it I don't understand it
0: I remember they did it on a am a layman they did it on an old uh, Bugs Bunny cartoon and I remember he did it he had a whole fucking big long sentence in some other language and then a subtitle popped up and it said who are you all short, and then they like say something and then he goes, Patuga and then it's a giant fucking paragraph at the bottom. Oh like, where is your ship? What happened to you? Blah 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 blah. And that's just how translation goes, man. So we're here to it's translate. Racist. What? <laughs> trans raced. <laughs> trans is when you're racist against transsexual people. No. What? I just made the new term, trans raced.
1: I saw a cool trans the other day. It said Trans financial.
0: <laughs> trans financial?
1: Yeah, it's like I'm a rich person stuck in a broke person's body. <laughs> Somebody help me.
0: <clears throat> I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a cool trans. I like that.
0: So uh, here we are, 2017.
1: I also like a trans am.
0: Trans financial, trans am, as well as a uh, – there's got to be one more.
1: Transatlantic pipeline.
0: There it is. I don't know. <laughs> nicely done. I'm not sure if that's the thing that I it was looking be. for, <laughs> but it could be. Um, what is today? Is today Tuesday. Um. Yep. It's a brand new week. It is. Holy shit! We've been doing this podcast for uh, a couple 15 years. Fifteen
1: years. We got a hundred and fifty thousand episodes deep that's in right. the
0: archives. That's right. We
1: got a hundred five million subscribers. Uh huh. Um, we're looking to expand that to hundred and six. You could be the next one it's
0: very in true. a million.
1: Very Everybody true. out there is one in a million somewhere.
0: <laughs> I think that joint did you good. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. I'm feeling it.
0: So before we get into this, this is another week, Tuesday on the podcast. Uh, it's it's been a it's been a great journey. I sound like I'm going to kill myself. It's been a great journey. You guys have really been en- I've really enjoyed it. You know. What See I mean? you next time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Holy shit, Jay.
0: But uh. This podcast is uh it's a lot of fun to do. And you know, thank you guys for listening, for sharing, supporting, all that shit. Uh, and thank you, Joey, for joining me. I didn't do it. I
1: didn't
0: do it. For joining me on this fucking crazy journey of Babel.
1: Yeah. Thank you, bro. Thanks for letting me be a part of it.
0: And thank you to everybody that's involved, Bill, Ty, uh, Chris. Who who? these and are all who? this is all my postal people
1: I don't know any of those I know a mayor and I know uh, uh dat killer but I don't know any of those people
0: and I know a waffle
1: yeah I know a waffle yeah when I see one
0: I don't know why I'm I don't know why I'm giving out Christian names what so we'd like to thank the mayor dat killer and Mr waffles there you go for all your love and support and uh that's it so Tuesday today 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 Today. today, today, we're talking about songs—not just any songs, but songs. Conspiracy thongs, Conspiracy <laughs> thongs, Songs. <laughs> Holy shit.
1: Wait, what are we talking uh, about? Let me light this joint back up. <laughs> I can't even talk right now. Conspiracy, Conspiracy songs. Thongs. I was—I was talking like Mike Tyson there for a minute. I let uh-huh. it slip.
0: So, conspiracy uh, song. Conspiracy <laughs> songs is what we're talking about today.
1: <laughs> conspiracy song.
0: You got a problem with that, Sally Morphy?
1: How about that? I mean, how about it?
0: How about it?
1: Alright.
0: So Alright. So, uh, yeah, conspiracy song. Okay, I almost said thongs. What are you, playing music over here? What is that? Is that some sort of I Is that you, it, bro? I hear it so faintly. I don't think What's, it's me. Is it? Hold on. No? <laughs> uh,
1: did you no, see? it was me. It was <laughs> you? Holy shit, that was so weird.
0: Holy shit.
1: What was that?
0: It was just the faintest voice off in the distance. It was a ghost. Yeah, that was terrifying. It was but the ghost of Christmas podcast. Don't worry about it because we're going to cut all that out. And we are gonna come back in right now. You ready? Okay. Three, two, one, five, 4, 3. Okay. We conspiracy are talking about thongs. conspiracy thongs. <laughs> That's right. And not just uh, not just any not just any thongs, but conspiracy thongs. So, uh, music is obviously a big thing in our lives. We're both musicians of sorts. I don't know about you. You probably never heard of music. I have and uh Mm -hmm. recorded music is a very recent thing like in the past hundred years maybe not even a hundred years there's been recorded music and people have been able to share these things like i just learned recently that there are no there are no recordings of mozart and beethoven like it makes sense but i didn't really like think about it and put it together that all there is is their sheet music that they wrote and then people recreating it you can't actually hear you've never heard beethoven or mozart even though you hear you some classical thing, sheet. and people go oh who's that and they go oh this is uh B- beethoven's seventh symphony i fucking felt so stupid when i said that seventh symphony <laughs> 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 and uh But you've never actually heard it. So recording music is a new thing, and distributing it is new. So in this short time, we've had so many songs that become these earworms, become these theme songs, become these staples in culture. And, you know, a lot of them are uh, sneaky fucks, the writers. And a lot of them think they're (sighs) sneaky, but they're really dumb.
1: You know what I heard? What'd you hear? The other day?
0: Uh Mm-hmm.
1: I heard that NASA said that we used to have the technology to get us to the moon, but we destroyed it, and now we can't go back. What? That's what they said. (laughs) And then then they said our next mission should be to go to Mars. But how does that work, right?
0: That's so much farther. How can we go even farther? But we can't go to the moon.
1: But if we can't go right here in our front yard.
0: And how can we not just recreate the technology better?
1: What I'm saying is, how did any 1950s technology even equate? You remember the size of a computer back then? Yeah. was like the size of my apartment. Yeah, whole You know what room. I'm saying? Like, it is a fucking gigantic machine that only printed out ones and zeros and shit. Some type of fucking ancient, you know. So, hey, if this ain't a prime example of our history as humans, I don't know what is. Look at This is a not-so-distant past. A few years ago, we had a technology that was beyond what we have now, even though now we're we're beyond technology advanced.
0: Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense.
1: Okay? So, like, that is a perfect example of what I theorize about uh, our ancient ancestors— it's like think about the type of shit that they had that we think, oh, no way. That's not that's not fucking possible, you know, but it is. And it did. And it was. Yeah. You know. And, you know, so like that shows you right there the possibilities of like of us being wrong and everything being like science. Nothing is really facts, you know, because eventually we find a new way of measurement or eventually we find a new fact or a new truth that leads us to a better answer. That little makes a little bit more sense than what we were trying to comprehend before. Yeah. you know,
0: and all these mistakes are left in the past, but it's crazy, right? Yeah, that's a trip. I don't, I don't think that in this short amount of time we fucking lost and destroyed all the technology and can't recreate they, it.
1: They, they legit said that.
0: It's another thing if it's like you know an ancient civilization and we don't know how they were, you know, how they uh, evolved and shit. So. That could have been a whole nother thing that was lost for thousands of years, but I don't know, man. NASA is trying to play everybody for a fool, and I don't trust you, NASA, especially after this moon landing bullshit, because everybody right now is like, yeah, even credible people are like, the moon landing's probably fake. Like, they probably most likely fake that back in the fucking 60s or whatever. So, I don't know, man. Uh, here is here is the clip straight from NASA Go to the moon in a nanosecond Uh, the problem is we don't have the technology to do that anymore we used to but we uh, destroyed that technology and uh, it's a painful process to build it back
1: again Okay, so right, right there before, like when it started, says go to the moon in a nanosecond. Before that, he was saying he would love to go back to the moon and said that he would go to the moon in a nanosecond if he had the opportunity. That's what he was saying. Yeah, before that.
0: but the technology isn't around anymore. We don't have it, and it'd be a painful process.
1: This guy's name is Don Pettit, and he's a, a NASA astronaut.
0: He's an astronaut.
1: Astronaut. Yeah, N- NASA astronaut.
0: So I don't know about that, Don Penis. What was his name?
1: <laughs> Pettit.
0: Don Pettit. Pettit. Penis. Penis.
1: Pettit.
0: Pettit. Pet I got it. <laughs> oh, You got it. I think I got it. You didn't correct me that time. Okay. I don't know about that NASA, Don Pettit, but uh.
1: Oh, so we like, yes or NASA?
0: Yes on NASA? There's only one way. To- <laughs> There's only one way to find out. What's that? Let's go to the moon in an aluminum ship. Mm. Let's get funding.
1: Holy shit. You know what else is funny? In the same video, I think, it was showing people at the space station. And they were all like sitting there. And to me, it looked like they were hanging upside down. Yeah. I was just hanging up. Their clothes were kind of hanging up. Uh-huh. But they were all right side up. So I think either the camera was upside down or they were fucking they they had to be upside down in the cam, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, they're all about them tricks.
1: That's what it looked like to me, but I don't know.
0: They're all about tricks, man. So um so moving right into today's topic,
1: you remember It's a good way to get to it, huh?
0: You remember uh you remember this band R.E.M. Uh, never heard uh, of It was... It stood for really edgy music. It was like... A, they were like some alternative rock band Whoa. from the 90s or something like that.
1: Edgy? Really edgy music?
0: Yeah, not that kind of edge. Ah, oh, okay. This is actually about the moon. And this is their song, Man on the Moon. And... Uh, this was one of those songs that had a bunch of uh, hidden stuff, conspiracy theory about the moon. They said uh, I guess it's more straightforward. If you believe they put a man on the moon, man on the moon. If you believe there's nothing up his sleeve, then nothing is cool. But uh, it's actually about Andy Kaufman. Remember Andy Kaufman, Crazy Bastard, Man on the Moon? Nope. You don't remember yes. that guy? And he used to yes. f- he used to fight I can't, women. I can't say yes. I
1: can't promote him. But yeah, you are right.
0: Yeah. Andy Kaufman used to. For all our younger listeners, he was a horrible comedian back in the day that used to fight women like uh, like wrestlers or whatever, and get his ass beat all the time, and have uh-huh. all these weird uh, all these weird bits and shticks that he would do. But he also was groundbreaking in comedy. So it's one of those give and take kind of things with Andy Kaufman.
1: Yeah, no, he was, he was strange, but he was one of the most popular people of his time.
0: hmm
1: No doubt.
0: So uh, so they made this whole conspiracy song about the moon, and everybody points at it and goes like, R.E.M., what about this fucking man on the moon song talking about, you know, these conspiracy theories and songs, man. But it's really thongs. about- And songs, man. But it was <laughs> oh, really, really a tribute to Andy Kaufman?
1: Well, uh, I think, I think it's up for, you know, debate because everything is how you perceive it, Uh huh. you know? So, and I know from a writer's standpoint that I like to write vaguely on purpose to make it to where anybody can identify with it and be like, this is me saying this, you know, like, I don't keep it specific about me ever for that reason. You know what I'm saying? so, like, uh, these guys could have been, you know, I, I I intentionally write things as if I was talking about something, but be completely talking about something different all the time. Yeah. So, like, they could have been doing that, too. They could have been, like, you know, trying to do both, really trying to just fuck with people or like trying to sneak something in there or like they could have been making a joke or whatever, you know, like you you never know. And, and it's really how you perceive it. You know, it's all, it's all in the, in the eyes of the beholder.
0: Yeah. That reminds me, um, or ears. Did you ever see, uh, there was a video of like John Lennon and he had this uh this this dude that was like a fan like some crazy hippie that was sleeping in his garden for like months like he would go and sleep in his garden at john lennon's big ass house the security would come and kick him out and then he would go back and sneak in and sleep in the garden again and then john lennon finally like went out and talked to him and the dude thought that he was writing songs about him he was like, you know, I feel like this song is, like, about me. Like, it's, it's like, my life. And I feel like you're writing about me. And John Lennon's like, I don't even know you, man. Like, I write my songs, like, in a vague form to where they could, like, mean a lot of things. And I'm putting words together. Like, it's an art of, like, puzzling words. And I just, I just write things that rhyme sometimes. Like, sometimes things have 100%. meaning. Sometimes they don't. Like, sometimes I just have fun making it. And he was like i don't know you dude like there's no possible way that i could have wrote that about you and he was like i wrote that about myself and about the love that i have for yoko like that was what i was thinking when i wrote it so i couldn't have been thinking about you and the guy was like all sad you could tell he was like man and then he goes like are you hungry and then it like cuts to them inside and he like brought him into his house and like they fed him dinner and shit. And he like okay well lennon. sidebar
1: i'm gonna sidebar from that because i heard that he was a dick john Lennon. yeah
0: maybe this was this was okay. a propaganda video to try this to save can, his image. yeah
1: exa- exactly <laughs> because the videos that i just watched recently were saying like about about people who you fucking thought you knew and you really don't and they were saying like john lennon was a fucking notorious dick he's the reason why the band broke up it wasn't because of of yoko or whatever it was because fucking he made her come to everything and wouldn't let her leave and fucking he even made her go to the bathroom with him and all kinds of weird shit and then he he says places like and when he was young he was abusive and he would just hit people he was a hitter he would hit people he would hit girls he would hit everybody and he was just like a fucking dick like that's all the shit I have heard about him yeah so like you know it's really perception and that's another proof right there it's like people take whatever they want to take out of it and refuse to see the rest because you know that's how they want to take it and that's cool i I think like you know no two humans will ever have the same exact experience right like everybody's the the lead in their own movie like rogan says you know and no matter how similar two paths can be even no you know there's no way you could go through the exact same things or see things the exact same way as somebody else
0: yeah, it's a trip.
1: Yeah. Hey, play a little clip of that song.
0: Uh, Which song?
1: The one you just did.
0: The song that I just did? I don't even remember.
1: Even... Man on the Moon. Man on the Moon.
0: I don't even remember what I just talked about. Man on the Moon?
1: Uh, R. M. Here we go, baby.
0: <laughs> All right, here it is. dope I remember that I had to listen to the whole fucking whole thing before I got it right at the end I remembered it so uh you know there's a lot of these songs that pop up all the time I think the biggest one is meatloaf uh I would do anything for love but I won't do that and there's a lot of a lot of different things going around one that I actually heard today was that it was a strap on that he wouldn't take a strap on in his b hole for love, but I was looking into it and if you uh, if you read like interviews and stuff with Meatloaf and with the writer of the song, uh, his name was Hammonson and he was uh, he was the guy who wrote it, and they both said that after a while after he got through so many verses. That he forgot what the thing was that it was it was initially gonna be one thing and then it was another thing and then it kind of like morphed into all these different things and he did kind of what we were talking about before he left it open and left it vague so that the the listener can insert their own thing whatever it is <clears throat> they won't do for love uh-huh you do your own thing and then that way when you sing it you're thinking about you and you're not what, thinking what about you Milo. Do for love what wouldn't i do for love What's the one thing you wouldn't do? Uh, I kill yourself? I wouldn't yeah, maybe that or I might do that. <laughs> Damn. I, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't swim in a water park in Florida for love. Yeah. I don't care which one. What wouldn't you do for love? You can't say kill yourself, it's too easy. Obviously. Nobody's killing
1: themselves. (laughs) Mm.
0: Even though that's the second time I referenced killing myself in this episode.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Uh, There's a lot of things, probably.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things you wouldn't do for love, right?
1: A a shit ton, probably.
0: I probably wouldn't attempt to backflip.
1: Because it depends on, like, a lot of scenarios, right? Yeah. Like, what does it mean if I could love you or if you could love me, huh? Like, yeah. what's what, what 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 kind of love are we talking about? Yeah, are we Buffy making love. love? Like, We're what talking is this? About, like, you know, uh, fantasies. And that's know. you
0: know, girls are just like songwriters; they keep it vague on purpose. <laughs> They're like, it's just love, okay? Don't worry about what kind of love. Yeah, just
1: do yeah, it. it <laughs> it's it's, the, it's a fucking another hypothetical from the queens of hypothetical.
0: Uh huh. You got a Brita water filter? Mm-mm. You drink it straight out of a water filter? Never. That sounds tasty. It is. And probably the healthiest way to drink water. Yeah. Straight through. All you need is a filter straw so you can double filter. Little bit, a little bit of charcoal? A little bit of charcoal.
1: Okay, I got one. You got one? Wait, play a clip. Play a clip
0: of what? The song. And no It, doesn't, do it doesn't have to be like the for Well, yeah, okay. I and I won't do that. <laughs> okay. There we
1: go. Okay, we're still over here on list first. Yeah, what do you got? And it's a uh, uh, um, umbrella by Rihanna. Okay, check this out. There's a trillion conspiracy theories on the internet about Rihanna. According to some nuts, she predicted the death of Whitney Houston in her music video "We Found Love." Okay, is that true? And, <laughs> I don't know, but and like many other stars, she's suspected of being a reptilian humanoid with the ability to shapeshift into other forms. Oh, no. OK, now, this says, her lyrics for the song say, for this song right here, Umbrella says, because when the sun shines, we'll shine together. Told you I'll be here forever. Said I'll always be your friend. Took an oath, I'm going to stick it out till the end. Now that it's raining more than ever, Know that we'll still have each other. You can stand under my umbrella. Okay, and then supposedly this means the devil will look out for Rihanna since she swore an oath to him. So even if the world collapses under the weight of the stock market crash, Rihanna will be protected by her friend, Satan.
0: Holy shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently this is this is a legit thing that goes on with rihanna a lot of people like connect her to satanism and uh because i was like i'm reading through this list and not this is the only one that says anything about satanism so it's not like this guy's just like all the pawns of the evil lord you know what i mean like going on about all these fucking hidden things
1: well not so don't be so quick oh really (laughs) yeah you want to play a piece of that umbrella song? I think everybody heard that. That's recent.
0: Okay. God, she's so hot. She's so fucking hot. <laughs>
1: but only, only with money. Okay. Uh-huh. Back in the day, she was ugly. Uh huh. She was. So I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna say this: when people get money, they look better because they feel better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They have they have uh, better. They can take care of themselves better. You're less
0: stress. They have better stuff. They eat better. They fucking uh-huh.
1: feel better.
0: More confident. Therefore,
1: therefore they look better. Uh-huh. And it and it happens a lot. You see it happen a lot. Okay. Here's another one. American Pie, by Don McLean. American Pie. You know
0: that? Yeah. That's uh bye bye Miss American Pie. It took my Chevy to the levee. But yeah, the levy was dry. Yeah, I never really knew what that song was about.
1: Yeah, meaning that. Do you now? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> Are you trying to skim through it real fast?
1: Yeah, no. I'm. I'm just reading it. It says. It says. Uh, It's about the mortality of the human race and the decline of the American dream and the loss of American innocence. Holy shit. This is the interpretation by Don McLean after his handwritten notes on the lyrics. And then, for some strange reason, someone somewhere has found a connection between this song and satanic takeover of america and as proof they point to the following (laughs) lyrics and they said no angel born in hell could break that satan's spell as the flames climbed high into the night to the to light the sacrificial rite i saw satan laughing with laughing with delight the day that music died
0: today the music died that's how he sings it. It's not how I sing it. I That's would. How sing it. I'd sing it way cooler. You want to hear how I would sing it? cash now. Holy shit! All right, here's a here's a little piece of that. Music used to make me smile, and I knew if I had my chance. mm mm-hmm can't play too much of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song though. I love it. Yeah. It and is. that that's the weird thing about every one of these is a great song. Every one of these is a big song. Yep. Great big song. A big great big song.
0: I have one that isn't a big great song. Okay. But is also not a good okay. song. <laughs> but okay. Is pretty entertaining. Now this song is by someone I've never heard of Named Rebecca Black It might just be because I'm 30 So I don't know But she's like some younger uh, You know, singer And she has this song called Friday And this song is mad dumb I'm gonna play a little piece of it, you ready? Sure 7 a.m. Friday Friday, Friday. Friday. I miss going ticking on and on. Everybody's rushing. Okay. So, uh, she's fucking going on about how she has to get to school and blah, blah, blah. All about it's Friday. Everybody hated it. Everybody was like, it had the most dislikes. It, like, broke a record for dislikes on YouTube. And, uh, everybody hated it. It got all this, you know, play because of, uh, Because of how much hate it got, it got spread around like a joke. And then people started like, looking into the lyrics, and besides the lyrics, yesterday was Thursday, Thursday, today it's Friday, Friday, tomorrow is Saturday, and Sunday comes afterward. That's what everyone focuses on, the dumb shit. But, a lot of it is tied to the Kennedy assassination. Whereas, like, she wakes up at 7 in the morning, Same time that John F. Kennedy woke up that morning, goes down and eats her breakfast. He had uh, his Bran Flakes. She's eating cereal. She says, everybody's rushing. And it sounds like everybody's rushing. And then she's trying to decide where she's going to sit. And uh, she says, kicking in the front seat, sitting in the back seat, got to make up my mind. Which seat can I take? And supposedly Kennedy had a, like... He wasn't sure where he was going to sit in the car during the motorcade. And there was a dude in the front named Samuel Kicken, who was the driver of the car. So Kicking in the front seat, sitting in the back seat. And it was to the point to where there's so many things that are connected to it that she's just pretty much explaining the Kennedy assassination as some dumb girl on her way to school. And it could be on accident or it could be on purpose.
1: It's so hard It can't be on purpose She's not smart enough
0: No But maybe whoever wrote that song is And they're like We're gonna have this dumb girl Fucking sing this And I'm gonna write this Fucking crazy shit Maybe Did she write the song? I don't know Most likely not Let's google it I'm gonna say that she Absolutely did not Write the song But we're gonna look it up Right now Here we go Because
1: uh, I think
0: I don't know man I think it's
1: this one sounds really crazy there is a lot of connections the way that they did it but they're fishing you know like they're they're making connections
0: yeah they're looking for stuff that that might not be there
1: but if the guy if the driver's name was kicking yeah if his if his name
0: was really kicking that's a fucking trip (laughs) let's see uh
1: Two googles at the same time we're doing right now. You never yeah. heard of so many googles. Okay, which one are you googling?
0: Uh, I'm looking up if, the Friday if song. If she wrote it, yeah. So okay. you find uh, who was driving Kennedy's car. <laughs> and we're gonna get to the bottom of this, and we'll be right back. Doom, 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 doom. That sounded more like a "The More You Know" and less like a flashback noise. <laughs>
1: Bullshit because here it says the guy's name is William Greer.
0: William Greer.
1: William Greer.
0: Was the driver. An
1: agent of the US Secret Service, best known for having driven the Kennedy's limousine in the motorcade. Well Sorry, sorry, song, we disproved you.
0: Ladies Friday. and gentlemen, that is why we uh that's why we Google things. Scoogle. Uh let's see. So it looks like Clarence J. and Patrice Wilson were the writers of Friday by Rebecca Black. So, yeah, so she didn't write it.
1: So but- it could have been them trying to pull a fast one, you know? Like, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. Uh,. It could be nothing. It could be not not even connected. Yeah, because now, now that I
0: now that I know that Kicking wasn't the driver's name, how do I know? Yeah. How do I know that JFK woke up at seven o'clock? How do I know that? You changing, your, changing... You
1: change your name to Kicking Ass. I would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, turns out you don't know shit. Now I can't trust Lisper's.
1: Well, it wasn't them that made it up. They're just repeating the information.
0: All know, right. So. Uh, how about um, Hotel California by the Eagles?
1: okay
0: this is another one that i don't know why and uh why i didn't think of this but uh this is also about satanism when they talk about uh stabbing with their steel and knives but they just can't kill the beast beast won't die and it's also rumored to be the nickname for a mental institution that's in the hollywood los angeles area that uh sometimes you go to hollywood Uh, Doesn't all pan out you end up on drugs living on the streets get thrown into a mental institution and that is hotel, California yeah so That's a trip when you think about it It totally makes sense and I always listen to that song with like a childlike innocence To where You know the only part that really stood out to me was the beast part because I would visualize it in my head and it was always like the beast from the beauty and the beast, I think, because that was the beast I was familiar with at the time. <laughs> so it was like that kind of huge beast thing. And I'd be like, whoa. And that's it. It really didn't go any farther than that. But
1: See what I mean? Okay. You proved us again <laughs> about the perception of things. Uh-huh. Because I guarantee nobody else did that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh- Wait, hold on.
0: You guarantee it?
1: What do you mean nobody else thought of the beast or being the beast when they said that? <laughs> oh man. I love life, bro, you know? Life is so good. People people are so funny and like nobody realizes it, you know? Like all of us have things like that, similar things. All of us have those these little kinks. So funny. <laughs> Alright, oh, on man. to the next
0: list. You know what uh you know what happened to me just now?
1: What?
0: I got a text message from somebody outside of the studio, the soundproof studio somehow, texted me and said, Uppercase seven. <laughs> 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 That's a callback from an hour ago. <laughs>
1: uppercase
0: seven. Uppercase seven.
1: <laughs> Lowercase upp- uppercase seven. Yeah. The, oh my god. That's mm-hmm.
0: so funny. So, uh, like that's a thing. What else we got on these, uh, these song lists? Fleetwood Mac.
1: You ever heard of them? Uh, I have. Fleetwood Mac believes in some pretty weird crap. And that <laughs> rhymes. <laughs> Perhaps. Man, uh, maybe. Believes is a strong word.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Fleetwood Mac has gone on record, or Fleetwood. Has gone on record saying he loves Ike's book, The Biggest Secrets, which in Fleetwood's own words proves there are power structures that have been controlling the planet longer than you or I realize. Uh. If you don't know who Ike that I'm talking about is David Ike. Dyke? You know who that is? David Ike uh he's the fucking the reptilian guy he's the british guy who fucking oh no <laughs> who tells everybody about reptilians and shapeshifters and fucking uh people trying to run the planet and shit
0: nice uh we're yeah. actually we're actually gonna get him on the show it's gonna be great their song is
1: called lizard people
0: lizard people you <laughs> <laughs> so, really they're
1: not trying to hide it Fleet- you know
0: <laughs> fleetwood mac has a song called lizard people
1: it's god lizard people
0: that's crazy I don't even know that it was around for that long the whole reptilian thing yeah it's been around forever I always thought it was that's like I always thought it was a recent thing for some reason be like look at that look at that lizard shapeshifter that's, I don't know if... that's one of the ones I'll never take seriously. oh series. we should play yeah. it <laughs> what number is it
1: uh, It's
0: number nine. Number nine. Oh, shit. All right. Here it is.
1: The posse. The man with red necks. At the ready. Creep and stumble through the swamps and vegetation.
0: (laughs) Holy shit. What a fucking crazy song.
1: That's
0: crazy. Mm-hmm. So uh so yeah, flew and Mac. They're all about the lizard people, man. That's fucking
1: nuts. That's That's, fucking nuts, mate.
0: There's uh these just go on and on, man. Like there's so many fucking crazy songs that are about crazy shit. I have one that is uh I'm gonna mention it just because it's fucking dumb as fuck. But uh maybe it's not. Maybe it's not dumb, and I just think it's dumb. But people have all these like crazy deep songs. You know what I mean? And all these songs that may or may not be satanic or are like, uh, what was the song about the guy that like watched another guy drown? He watched a guy watch a guy drown. And it was, uh, was it In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins? And like the whole. Something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So there's all these crazy deep songs. And then there's a little song called "Closing Time." You know the song? They play it at the, at, at two o'clock in the morning at every single bar ever. And uh, yeah. the the dude that wrote the song in the band, whatever fucking band it was, Third Eye Blind or some shit. He uh he was expecting a son. Like his wife was pregnant with their first child, so he wrote the song. Four bartenders to play to get people out of the bar but also as like a bouncing his son out of the womb into the world like there's a line that's closing time time to go out into the places that you'll be from and it's like you're gonna go out of the womb into your hometown where you're from and it's just so stupid like this guy was on zero drugs when he wrote this song and he was just like oh man this is such a great concept And it turned into one of the fucking most played songs ever. And then when you hear the hidden meaning, you're like, you're retarded, bro. Plot twist,
1: it was a great concept, you know?
0: Was it? And I just don't like it?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, it's something that uh, millions of people can relate to.
0: Yeah, I guess so. But I don't even know if people notice that. If people notice the second meaning or dig any deeper into that song. I never even thought to dig deep into closing time. You know what I mean?
1: The fans of that would.
0: I thought it was all about being sad that the bar was closed and you had to go be sad and depressed somewhere.
1: Yeah, well, you know, if if that was your genre, yeah. like how hip-hop is, you know, like if that was your genre, you probably would have studied it more and probably would have been like, yeah,
0: yeah, I get it. True. Now, uh, last but not least, for this least, <laughs> we have David Bowie. David Bowie is a trippy one. Yeah. He uh that is a trip. Uh David Bowie passed what? Uh at the beginning of this year, right? Yeah. And 2 days before he died, his album Black Star was released, which has a lot of references to him dying. Like a spooky amount of references. <laughs> I don't know if he knew. He might have known that his time was coming. You know what I mean? So he wrote about it cuz that's just a natural thing to do. But there's a lot of creepy shit. There's a video he's on his deathbed. There's uh there's a song where he's looking down from heaven. And
1: I always Well, the, it says the lyrics say, "Look up here, I'm in heaven." Yeah. And, and they say that that refers to like his imminent death. And interpretation becomes even more on the money when in the video he's laying on his deathbed, which I understand that. I'm like, yeah, that's that's kind of a trip. I wonder how long he made these before he died. Probably like last year. You know? Yeah. It takes a while. You gotta make the shit and then fucking they edit all the shit and do all the shit before it comes out. And then they probably waited for like his album to drop and You know so he made all shit probably like a year ago but even then to that's like Tupac ish yeah yeah it's like he's predicted his own shit
0: I would think it's a trip when like uh, when artists make songs about either them usually when it's like after death when they make songs about what's happening to them after death and then they die. It's a weird thing to listen to. Like like Idea. He uh he made a song that was all about him like reaching uh like the pearly gates and there was like a fork in the road, two angels, and he has to like figure out which one is lying and which one's telling the truth to get into heaven. And it's like this whole crazy story about right after he died. And then he died when he was like twenty eight or something like that. So It was like it's a trip to listen to it and to like think about it and be like this is what he had in his head after he died. I wonder what happened. I wonder if it was anything like that. I wonder if he was disappointed, if he was excited, you know? Like it's a trip to hear it in that context. And it's not like, hey, this is what it's gonna it's what I'm thinking after I die. It's like, hey, I'm dead now and this is a way for you to listen to me talk about it.
1: Well, this Bowie shit is not some other shit though because uh in the 70s he used to have, he was influenced by Aleister Crowley so he was basically a satanist. Yeah. And that's when he got like the name like Star Child and all this shit, right? Or like whatever his name was, something like that, right?
0: Yeah. Did you uh, uh Did you see that in uh one of those episodes of Episodes of <laughs>
1: Hey, we're killing it today. Did you see bro.
0: them episodes of Bill Nye saves the whale, and uh, he put save like save the whales, save the whales. He put an Edgar Casey quote. Co- co- <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
1: He hung his Edgar Casey coat (laughs) on the coat rack that he didn't like. That he talked about every
0: episode. Holy shit! I hate this.
1: I hate this coat rack. (laughs) Thanks for joining us,
0: everybody. We love you. (laughs) We'll try to talk to you later. Natural habitat recordings.